Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, it's recording now, so, you know, we can start talking whenever. Okay, so this is it. We're on. We're on live. It's live. And I okay. guess in the interest of disclosure, we should tell everybody that this is not the podcast we recorded last night. No, it's not, because we had some technical difficulties, and they were along the lines of apparently one of us was too close to the microphone, which caused our consonants to maybe be a little too hard. Was right. that the problem? Yes, it was, and it was me. Yeah. Um, I was too close to the microphone, and I left my email on, so mm-hmm. it was dinging. Yeah, and I think I had an email ding as well, and I also think that I tended to laugh a little bit too much like Beavis and Butthead, and I became very self-conscious about it later on. Why don't you so, go ahead and, um, and tell everybody, why don't you give them an example of what that laugh was that you were so worried about? <laughs> because I didn't want to scare you with my laugh out loud on the mic, but today I'm just going to let it go. So you may want to turn the volume down. That's well, what I'm going to tell you. And I guess we need to tell people who we are. Yes. Would you like to start? No, you go ahead. Okay. This is Melanie, and I'm Big Mama, and that is my name, Melanie. So from now on, you can refer to me as Melanie or Big Mama. But if you ever meet me in person, I would probably prefer Melanie because Big Mama just makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable in real in real life. Well, it doesn't really have that. It doesn't have that ring in person like it does on the internet. No, it really doesn't. And if somebody sees you in a restaurant and says, "Hey, Big Mama," you know, you just you don't really want to be that person on the receiving end. Right. It'll make you a little self conscious. That's exactly right. And I'm Sophie. This is uh, I'm Big Mama. Um, all right, so there you have it. There are names, and, you know, here you go. Uh-huh. Um, so last night, what we were talking about, the first thing we talked about, we talked about fall fashion, uh-huh. and we talked about um, what was in InStyle magazine. Uh-huh. Six hot trends for fall. The coolest looks for fall, actually. And we talked about how the, the I believe, how was it that you summed up the first trend? The first trend to me, I would say, looks like somebody went to their grandmother's closet and tried to go retro but maybe had just gotten their eyes dilated and couldn't see clearly right because it's a lot you've got a lot of prints going on none of which seem to match yeah the matching is completely inconsequential as Mm -hmm, far as i can mm -hmm. tell Mm -hmm. you've got dots with a poochie print and then the most unfortunate thing of the whole thing and this is my pet peeve are these ankle booties they are just wrong 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 Right, because they make your ankles look fat, and they make they your make calves your look big. Look mm-hmm. That's right, and they cut you off at a weird place, and there's just no point to them. I don't understand them. I don't know why they're in style, and I think they need to go away. And there's also, um, in that same look, there's a patent leather coat I noticed that mm-hmm. is um, probably really cool and refreshing if you have it on <laughs> and doesn't make you sweat at all. Because, mm-hmm. you know, patent leather breathes really well. It's a, <laughs> I was going to say. It's a perfect... So, fabric for early fall especially in the south exactly and it has a scalloped edge which is really a special a special touch and Mm -hmm. um, also this the the next little hot trend that they have called plaid to the bone Mm -hmm. Um, I I believe I I have mentioned that I think that's the worst thing I've ever seen in my whole life ever it is the worst thing that 
I've ever seen. And I will say, because plaid really is not going to look good on anybody, especially not in the amounts that they're showing here on this page. No. It's a lot of plaid. Yeah, and every rule that you ever heard about how you shouldn't mix plaids or you shouldn't mix patterns, mm -hmm. apparently all that's off. Yeah, out the window, out the window, because this floral shirt under it is hideous, and those red patent shoes aren't doing anybody any favors. No, and again, the red patent shoes have an ankle strap in a different color. Mm-hmm. So Which there again, you're cutting yourself off. Accentuating your ankles. Making your ankles look bad, and mm -hmm. it's not going to look good on anybody. And the next no. look was called the Gilded Age. Mm-hmm, with the gold. With the gold, which is not bad looking, but the shoes. No, but I am going to ask you, when was the last time you thought it might be a good idea to put on a fox fur hat before you left the house? Oh, yesterday. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I find that a fur beanie really, really is that extra look that pe makes people's heads turn. And the, you know what, though? That gray sweater, the one that's on the on the left-hand side of the page in the InStyle magazine, mm -hmm. doesn't that mm -hmm. look like those sweaters from the limited we wore when we were, like, 12? Yes, it does. It totally does. I would agree because it's got that crest on it. Mm -hmm. It's got a crest, and the crest, you know, automatically means classy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It, yeah, anything that has a crest, mm -hmm. especially if you're wearing your fox fur hat with it. That's exactly right. Um, but mm -hmm. the shoes that they have with this little, this just little gold dress, and y'all can look on the InStyle website and see it if you want to. But there are some shoes that are gold metallic flats, and then at the, but yet on top of that, over the top of your foot, is that what acrylic or is it an ankle strap? I can't tell what's going on. It looks like it's some sort of maybe a T-strap. Well, that's Doesn't a fancy it? term. I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> I know. I know my I know my, my shoes, and I believe that's something that comes from the center of the flat that then wraps around your ankle. Either way, it's a bad look. Well, it doesn't make any sense because no, it's a it flat. Why do you even need a buckle? I mean, uh -uh. You, why, I, that does not make any sense at all, and I, for one, will not participate in such a trend. No, I agree. I agree. And my other issue with this outfit is that small clutch purse. And in fact, most of these outfits, you will notice that these purses are not made for real women because number one, none of them have a strap long enough to go on your shoulder. Several of them are clutches. And I will tell you that for those of us in the real world, you cannot fit a bag of Cheez-Its and a Capri Sun in a little purse like that. Much less a sippy cup. Sippy cup would never fit. A pacifier, maybe, but let's be honest, that's not going to do you a lot of good when you're gone from the house for like three hours running errands. Right, or, or if you have a four-year-old, that pacifier is mm -hmm. really not going to be any help at all. No. Um, mm -hmm. Now, the next look is called Wild Things, and it is actually my favorite. Mm -hmm. I think I'd it's cute. I think it's, I think it's sort of sassy. Mm -hmm. I think it's fun. There's a, yeah. an and actual real-size mm -hmm. bag. Mm -hmm. And I'm, oh, I've always been a fan of the animal print. Oh, well, you know, oh, I have too. I mean, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like a good animal print, and I do have a skirt in my closet that I've had for about seven years now, and I keep holding on to it because it's a zebra print, and it's got this turquoise fringe, and I'm really hoping it comes back because I love it, um, and I've held on to it, hoping that animal print, so this fall, maybe that could be my time. Did you get that at Harold's? No, but Harold's had one like it at the time. I got it at this little boutique in town called Annie Goglin, mm -hmm. um, and I wore it, I think I wore it to my sister's rehearsal dinner. See how I get a little obsessive about clothes because I remember what I wore mm -hmm, to an occasion mm -hmm. eight years ago or whenever that was. Um, but it's got this turquoise little beaded fringe down at the bottom. It's real cute. And I loved wearing it. And then, you know, for years it sat in my closet, but I can't get rid of it because it's too cute. Right. Well, sure. But I can't wear it because it feels like it's not really in style. 
Well, you should hold on to it, though. That's an investment yeah. piece. It is an investment piece. Anything with turquoise fringe. Anything goes with it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, the next page is women in uniform, and this one I thought was also quite hideous. This was yeah. the one with the puffy shirt from Seinfeld. I, mm -hmm. I don't even have anything to say about this. Well, I don't really know what you can say about it. It's wrong. You don't need to put putting that leather jacket over. It doesn't do anybody any favors. And those pants having that that triangular that chevron on them. Yeah, I I do not like that. It looks like something that Michael Jackson might have worn to the American Music Awards back in like the mid '80s. Well, and you know what my mama would say. What she would say it draws your eye down. It draws your eye down. Mm -hmm. You want to draw the eye up, which is why mm -hmm. the big hair is so important because it draws the eye up. But chevrons around your ankles will draw the eye down, and that's not flattering to anybody. That's true. But do you honestly think with all that going around with that blouse up at the top, I don't think anybody's eyes going to be going down. <laughs> no, I think you're outfit. probably right. <laughs> I think that is a lot going on. Yeah, there the is. There's a lot for the eye to behold with that one. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. the last book is called Skulls In, and we shouldn't even pretend. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it, it it is a certain, you know, schoolgirl chic thing going on, but we might as well go ahead and get to the heart of the matter because this reminded us both of one person and one person only. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say it? No, you say it. Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. Britney Spears. Hit me, baby, one more time, mm -hmm. and it didn't work out for Britney, and it is not going to work out for y'all if you put on this outfit mm -hmm. because a plaid kilt, mm-mm, not unless you're in private school and you're younger than 12 years old. That's all I'm going to say. I think you covered it right there because... Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I just don't think you want to go down that road that Brittany's gone down. God love no. her. Mm -mm, mm -mm. You will end up with your head shaved and estranged from your mama if you put this outfit on. It is a, it's a, it's a travesty. Mm -hmm. It is a travesty. But on the other hand, and I've said this before, the one on the left-hand side is somewhat modest. It is. It's somewhat modest, but I still don't think, because now that I'm looking at it, I think that shirt may have a little neck feature that is reminiscent <laughs> of Doc Baker on Little House on the Prairie. Doesn't it look with that little tie? In that, oh, in it that does. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It sure does. Hey, but it is modest. It is modest. Now, I'll, look, I should bring up two things right now that I haven't mentioned yet. One is that um, I have a touch of, I can only call it the pleurisy. I have some sort of <laughs> chest congestion so that when I, when I laugh, I tend to go into a hacking cough. And so I, um, I just feel like I need to warn everybody about that. I'm trying to watch my laughing so that I won't go into the hacking cough because it's not an attractive sound, especially mm -hmm. I would think up next to a microphone. Um, and then the second thing that I was going to bring up is my initial concern, of course, that people were going to listen to this and not be able to tell us apart. Yeah. And really, after what I heard last night, that's not going to be a problem <laughs> at all. I know, because I didn't realize that, I don't, I don't know, because I know how you sound, but then I know that I never think that I have an accent, but I know that even living in Texas, people constantly ask me, where are you from? Mm -hmm. So I must have an accent that is not even reminiscent of a Texas accent, and I don't really know why that is. Well, but you sound pretty normal. I mean, it, you know, like last night when I was listening, and I realized, again, that I don't ever say the G on any word, mm -hmm. but I did think about, you know, Sela Ward's from my hometown. Mm -hmm. Um. And I remember when I was, I was probably eight or nine, and she was on some show called, I think it was called Emerald Point NAS. Do you remember that oh, show? No, I don't. It was back when they did all those, those dramas, you know, on like Falcon Crest and all that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she was on one of those, and I remember everybody in town talked about how they made Sela go to a voice coach. They made oh. Sela go and learn how to talk better before they would let her go on that TV show. <laughs> 
<laughs> and we were all appalled. And last night I thought, as I heard myself, now that is exactly why Sela had to go to a voice coach. Mm-hmm. Exactly, before she could be famous. Mm-hmm. Before they would well, even let I, her talk in public. Well, you know, I grew up, well, I grew up in Houston, and then I grew up in Beaumont, and so I went to, I lived in different cities, and so I think my accent has kind of, and my, my mom grew up in the panhandle, so I think I have all this transient Texas right. accent. Mm-hmm. And in San Antonio, I don't know what it is, but people here don't have the Texas accent as much as other people, so mine really stands out here. And when I first moved here, right after college, I was selling financial products, which is just a whole other issue. And for anybody who has listened that I sold you some financial products, my advice would be to get a second opinion if you still have whatever products I sold you. But I had a client, one of my clients' name was Jorge, and that is not really how you say it if you're Hispanic. You don't say it like I say it because he kept calling it. He said that I said his name like it was two different words, Jorge. But that was the only way I knew how to say it. I couldn't get the right spin on it. So... Well, you know, I I can hear I can hear a little bit of, like I think certain things you say sound a little bit like Arkansas to me, or like what I think of an Arkansas accent being. Okay, all right. I don't know about an Arkansas. Like you, I don't know that I've ever met anybody from Arkansas. Well, you and Shannon actually sound a lot, a, a little bit alike. Oh, okay. Well, there you have it. It's not a, it's not a, it's not an accent like mine at all. It's a more of a phrasing thing. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. I can't explain it at all, but I know it in my head. Okay. All right. Well, as long as you know in your head, that's the most important. Thing. That is exactly right. <laughs> that's what I always tell myself. That's right. I know in my head, and I carry it in my heart. Mhm. Exactly. All right. So, what's next? Um. Oh, we were going to talk about what you are going to wear because you're going to. You've got a big event coming up here in the next two weekends. Yes, I'm going to the Deeper Still Conference in Nashville. The conference with um, Beth Moore and Priscilla Stryer and Kay Arthur mm-hmm. and I am very very concerned about what to wear to the conference and I have told Melanie that I the reason why it's such a dilemma is because I am refusing on principle to wear capri pants mm-hmm. and I told her I thought that was a good call because it's it's predictable and the last time I went to I went to a living proof conference a couple of years ago in Knoxville and and there was not a woman within five miles who didn't have capri pants on. Not a single one. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just I'm not I'm not going to do the capri pant thing. I feel like it's expected, and I've mm-hmm. got just enough of a rebel in me where I think I'm not going to do it. So I was I was a little concerned about what to wear. Well, and you know, here's my thought on that. You know, because I think because you're going and it's after Labor Day, I think that you can I think you can transition into the fall wardrobe because I know for me this time of year, I like to start wearing jeans, mm-hmm. even if it's with a summer top or something sleeveless, because I think that the capri pants by the end of the summer they're just they're bad and they're wrong, and if they're like mine, they're they're stained with Kool Aid and popsicle and. It's just time for something else. It's time for something else, and I like to put on a good pair of jeans. Plus, I think it's going to be cold in the auditorium because it's always cold in those auditoriums. Well, and I think, too, you know, just on the off chance that you do meet Beth Moore's eye across a crowded arena, you really don't want her to notice your stained capri pants. Mm-mm. You know, Mm-mm. I think that I think you want to do better than that. I think you should do better than that, honestly, not just for the Lord, but for Beth and for the women around you. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And when you're sitting all day like that and you're sitting and standing and sitting and standing, those capri pants are going to wrinkle. I don't care what they're made out of. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. You can say, oh, well, they're not linen. It doesn't matter. They're still going to wrinkle. Okay. Well, I, so I think I'm definitely going to wear jeans and then probably some sort of, it's what David would call, an Asian Hooters shirt. <laughs> 
<laughs> because if you're going to get to meet Beth Moore exactly. or see her across there again, you want to be wearing something that could be reminiscent of an Asian Hooters. Well, you want her to remember you, really, more well, than anything. Exactly. But again, exactly. I think that, that that would be somewhat appropriate. And then my second concern about the Deeper Still Conference, besides what to wear, is my hair. And mm-hmm. and I've I've talked about this a lot, I know, but I need a root touch up and the girl who did my hair last time has gone to South America until the end of September. Mm-hmm. And so my, my dilemma is do I let it go? Do I just let it you know, let the let the roots continue to, to extend toward my ears mm-hmm. or do I try to get somebody here to work on top of what the hair wizard did and then possibly mess it up? I know. I don't know. That's a hard call. That's a hard call. I would say my gut instinct is to say to leave it alone because I think she did such a great job and you don't want to screw it up. And if you let some amateur get in there, you just don't know what you're going to end up with. And then you could have a two-tone head. Okay, well, let me ask you this then. If you were going to the Deeper Still Conference and if Mm -hmm. you thought that your eyes might catch Beth Moore's eyes or Kay Arthur's eyes across a crowded arena and -hmm. you had roots that were approximately an inch and a half long, (laughs) <laughs> that's true you know what you might be right you might be right but whatever whatever you do do not do anything yourself right well and the other yeah. thing is and we sort of alluded to this last night is if I am going to have roots an inch and a half long if there's ever a place to get somebody to lay some holy hands on my hair it's that's probably right. at a deeper still conference that's absolutely right and I will be remembering your roots in prayer I can promise you that I do not take that lightly well thank you that's a comfort during this um, uncertain hair time. I, you know, mm-hmm. I have wrestled with it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it borders on spiritual warfare. What I've been through with mm-hmm. my hair the last six months, and I just, I really, you know, I, I think I've got to lay it at the foot of the cross. I think it's time. I think you've got to, you've got to lay it down and know that he has a plan for your mm-hmm. hair and for your roots. Which would and be, you just have to trust in that. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be funny though this Sunday if they did an altar call, <laughs> and I walked down. <laughs> to our sweet, earnest, serious pastor. And he asked me what was on my heart. And I said, I'm just so worried about my hair. I'm just worried sick that Beth Moore is going to see my inch and a half roots across the crowded room at Deeper Still. I just don't know what to do. Oh, I don't think he'd appreciate it. And I don't no, think I don't, I don't think he would summon others to come around me and pray for me either. Probably not, but I'm telling you, if they started taking altar calls for bad hair, those altars would be packed every Sunday. <laughs> oh, I Lord have mercy. That. Oh, my goodness, because I would have them anoint my bangs. <laughs> I can tell you that right now, because they are growing out, and they are bad. They are bad, and I just I should have known better than to try to do anything that Reese Witherspoon has done. But it just, they look so cute. Well, she's darling. Well, she is, but our faces are shaped completely different. Obviously, now I know our hair textures are completely different. There's no reason for me to look at a picture of her and think that blonde, cute, perky, straight-haired Reese Witherspoon with her little square heart-shaped type face would look anything like me with my long, narrow face and my bangs that have a cowlick in the center. I don't know why I thought cutting them would make that cowlick go away because I knew about the cowlick. Mm-hmm. I was just in denial. Mm-hmm. I was living in denial, a fool's paradise. It was. It was a fool's paradise. Mm-hmm. What's that scripture mm-hmm. say that just because something is permissible does not necessarily mean just that's because right. it's permissible. It doesn't right. mean that that's necessarily something that you need to do. Now, exactly right. Melanie knows What is this. fine for one is not fine for another. Yes, ma'am. Reese Witherspoon led me into onto this path. Mm-hmm. And she'll be accountable mm-hmm. for that one day. She really will. She'll have she to answer will. for she that. She should be. 
Mm-hmm. She should be. Um, and Melanie knows the story, but uh, I've gone back and forth about the bangs thing, too. I've, I've tried to decide, you know, as I've studied for many hours, I've studied my hair in the mirror and tried to decide which way to go. And the, when I got my hair done this last time by the hair wizard, I asked her about bangs, and she said, no, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think your forehead's too short. <laughs> and I told Melanie, I don't really think that she meant my forehead was too short. I think she meant my face was too wide, that my, my face was too round and too broad. But she couldn't say that because I was paying her some good money, mm-hmm. of course, you mm-hmm. know, to fix my hair. So she told me my forehead was short. But I do love that because you can tell that is a hairdresser in the South that can be that politically correct mm-hmm. to tell you that your forehead is too short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that is good. Mm-hmm. Okay, and mm-hmm. I hadn't told you this story yet, but I'll just go ahead and tell it on um, okay. right now because, you know, why not embarrass myself further? Today, when I was picking up Alex from school, mm-hmm. I, he, he climbed in the car, and about this time his teacher motioned, you know, for me to stop and roll down the window. And so I rolled it down, and she looked at me, and she said, you're having a little girl named Savannah? <laughs> and I said, no. And she said, Alex said you were having a little girl named Savannah. Uh, and I said, no, we have a friend who has a little girl named Susanna, and he says she's like his little sister. <laughs> and she said, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I guess we won't pray for that anymore then. Uh, because apparently it came up in prayer requests. I don't even I don't even know how. But I told David when I got home, you know that, that that's fine, and and you know that would be that would be a sweet blessing if that were the case. But I think what bothered me the most was that she was not at all surprised that I was far enough along with my alleged pregnancy <laughs> to have had the sex of the baby determined, and to name her. Because that would be I would have to be what twenty twenty two weeks pregnant. About 20 weeks pregnant, about 20 weeks pregnant. But, you know, now in all fairness, because Perry and I were talking about this today, sometimes some women do not show at 20 weeks. I mean, it can take a good oh. 18 weeks. You could just have a bump. You could just have a little bump. You know, you know and she, well, I'm just saying, I mean, just that your abdomen is too, it, your abdomen is too short. <laughs> it's what I'm thinking. That right, it's because issue. my it's because it's just that it's mm-hmm. too short. It's not that it's wide. It's just that it's too short. Right, right. That's probably that's probably the issue. I'm short wasted. Mm-hmm. You're short wasted, and so that can lead people. Plus, all these maternity styles that are in right now. I'm telling you, Deli said it the other day. I mean, we live in eternal fear that somebody's going to ask us when our babies do, because you know all these shirts now just are loose, and that's the style. But you still you think, oh, even knowing that, if somebody asks, it's hard to wear that after you've gone through wearing maternity clothes. Say that people who ask anything about pregnancy, unless I'm in the delivery room and see <laughs> something coming out of the business end of a woman, I'm not going to ask when her baby is due. I'm not going to ask what she's going to name her baby. I'm not going to say a word because you just don't know. You just don't know, and you don't want that to be something that you do because that would just be – because, you know, a friend of mine a couple of years ago, we had another acquaintance who was very pregnant, and she was very large and pregnant. And finally one day they were walking into school, and this girl came in, the very pregnant girl came in, and she said, my friend Julie said, when are you going to have that baby? I can't believe you haven't had that baby. And she, that girl looked at her and said, I had the baby two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And mm. see, you do not, you do not want to be the person that just said 
I don't know. What else were we going to talk about? Now we are going to talk about, we talked a little bit about drugstore makeup last night. Yes, because I have been using the L'Oreal, the, the True mm-hmm. Blend, instead of the Lancome, and I really like it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great. I think that's great. So will you buy it again? Will you go back to the, to the Lancome? I'm not, I, I'll, I'll keep using the L'Oreal. I think it's $10. Well, yeah. And the, I mean, that's a side thing. You know, I've always been a fan of drugstore makeup. I've never been one to buy department store makeup, except for one time I did have some custom foundation blended at Prescriptives. But the mm-hmm. problem was is that I never really used it. Mm. And so it was expensive. And funny story, I will say that at the time, I can't remember, this has been years ago, Perry and I first got, had first gotten married. And I was visiting my mama, and we went to the, we were at the department store, and I went to the prescriptors counter, and I bought all this. I got this custom foundation and all this other stuff, and I racked up quite a bill, and I gave him my credit card. And I thought, well, Perry will never know the difference. Mm-hmm. He probably will just skim right over and won't notice. Well, this was the time that apparently the, the helpful folks at Chase Visa decided to call my home mm-hmm. and verify that somebody had been making purchases on the credit mm-hmm. card. So before I even got home, he was well aware of what I had invested in my beauty regimen. And probably wanted to know was, if it would fill up more than that little bag you had in your hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. It was a happy marital moment right mm-hmm. there. It was, it was blissful. It was a little piece of joy. Mm-hmm. Well, I, so, I, too, used, I, used to, I, I think it was when David and I got married that I used the prescriptives. Mm-hmm. And then I, I can remember the first time he was with me when I bought it, and he was horrified. Mm-hmm. about what I was spending on makeup. But then, mm-hmm. I went, I, for some reason, and when we were in Baton Rouge, the, you know, I have very, I'm very fair-complected. Well, of course, you, mm-hmm. you know, you haven't seen me in person, but just take my word well, for it. Well, no, I haven't, but I'll take your word for Despite it. Despite the fact that we talk on the phone every day, you've never seen me in person. <laughs> it's true, which, you know, if anybody would like to donate a plane ticket, we would like to meet you. Right, sure, that would be great if you could just share some miles. <laughs> um, but anyway, the, one, the, the prescriptive store in Baton Rouge was not, licensed or authorized or something to do custom blends. Mm-hmm. Apparently there was a rigorous process you had to go through with prescriptives to be able to do the custom blends. And so really? they, oh yeah, it was a big deal. And oh. and so I had to switch to Lancome and then I, I stayed with Lancome for many, 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 many years. Mm-hmm. But I've just decided that there's just no good reason. No more than I wear foundation. There is no reason for me to go mm-hmm. spend that kind of money. Okay. Well, there you go. There you have it. Well, I have become a fan. I've been using Bare Essentials because, there again, my mom bought it for me for my birthday last year. But I do like it because it's powdery and it's light, and so I don't feel like I'm wearing makeup, which is a very big thing for me. I don't like to feel like I'm wearing makeup. Now, is, that a, is, it, a, is it a liquid base or is it a powder? No, it's powder. Okay. It's all powder. But supposedly when you swirl the brush around, it turns into some kind of, I don't know, liquid-like coverage. I don't know. It doesn't feel like liquid-like coverage. It feels like powder that you're putting on your face, but it works. Somehow it covers. I will say it gives very good coverage, but very light. I don't ever feel heavy. I don't ever feel like I have anything caked on Mm -hmm. my face. Mm -hmm. And that was always real important to me because especially, well, of course now, I don't wear makeup every day, but when I was working out in the heat and getting those drug samples for those ungrateful doctors to Mm -hmm. schlep up to their offices, Mm -hmm. I... I would always, my face, I just couldn't stand the way makeup felt in the heat on my face. And so that's when I started wearing it, and I really liked it. And it does give really good coverage. Um, so I am wearing that, which it's a little pricey here. But I'll say I've got the same set that has lasted for a year, hmm. which is the benefit of not wearing makeup every day. 
Mm-hmm. And my other new product that I have added to my beauty regimen that I cannot live without is $3. And it's CoverGirl and it's Lip Slicks, which, you know, I haven't really worn a CoverGirl product faithfully since I probably wore their base and washed my face with Noxzema mm-hmm. when I was 12. Mm-hmm. You know, because it has that smell. Oh, yeah. I still, smell. every once in a while, I just have to wash my face with Noxzema. I just have to. Maybe mm-hmm. twice a year, but I just need to smell it. Yeah, because if you get Noxzema and some CoverGirl makeup and Love's Baby Soft, it mm-hmm. will take you right back to seventh grade. It will grade. take you, will you be right, right there, back. And you'll be writing notes and folding them up like paper airplanes mm-hmm. and talking bad about other girls because mm-hmm. that it will take you back to junior high. So, now, does the CoverGirl to the Lip Slick, whatever it's called, is it Lip Slicks? Is that what it's called? It's called Lip Slicks, and it's just like a little, you know, it's all in one, you know, just the kind of lip gloss kind of thing. But you just twist it up, but it's... Um, it's $3, and the color I like is called Daring, which when you see it in the store, it looks like it's a wine color, like a deep wine color, and you would be scared of it because you would think mm-hmm. that looks too dark and too bold, but it's real sheer. So when you put it on, it actually kind of just looks like your lips, but chapped, like kind of the color they get when they're chapped, mm-hmm. like just a little bit rosy with a little bit of sheen, and I love it because for $3, I bought like eight tubes of it, and I keep one everywhere because I always lose my tubes of lipstick, so I have one in every single purse. I have one in my pool bag. Mm-hmm. I keep one in my car, although it's probably melted by now. But I like the security of carrying it with me always. Well, okay. Well, I'm gonna have to go up to the CVS as soon as we finish with this thing and get tra- and get mm-hmm. some. Mm-hmm. I like it, and don't be afraid of the wine color because you'll see it and you'll think, "Oh, that is too harsh." But it's not. It will work for you. I think it will work for anybody because you and I have different complexions. I know that. I mean, right. I'm not that dark complected, but I'm kind of a little more olive. But it'll still work because I think it will just neutrally go on your lips. Even if even if I'm the color of parchment paper. Even I think even if you're the color of parchment paper, I think it's going to work. I think it'll give you that added pop because it's very sheer. Okay. It's one of my crowning makeup achievements of all time was from a Merle Norman thing that I had. And I think I may have written about this on the blog a long time ago. But when I was in seventh grade, was it seventh grade or eighth grade? One of those grades in home ec, I got, I won. A Merle Norman cosmetic lady came, I guess, to tell us how to put makeup on mm-hmm. as part of our home economics preparation. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, how to make ourselves beautiful and so. Right. Well, because you've um, got to look pretty at home. Well, exactly, mm-hmm. and I will tell you what I made that year, total tangent here, but I made letters, I was going to make big puffy letters for my bed that spelled, spelled Mel, like M-E-L, mm-hmm. but my M looked like an H, so it just looked like I had hell mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. my bed, so that didn't really work right. out. Um, and so, anyway, I, um, Caroline just got up from her nap, she just came walking in. Um, but anyway, Merle Norman, I won, they had a drawing, and I won from this Merle Norman lady, it was a big compact mirror kind of thing that you lifted off the deal and it was eyeshadow in every color i had the same thing you did and it had like kind of an orange flower it had an orange flower on the outside and it was like a Mm -hmm. mirror and then the top part came off of the mirror and there was some turquoise eyeshadow in that thing that i wore out yeah Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, every day I'd match whatever my outfit was, I matched my eyeshadow to it. If it was purple, purple. If I, yellow, I, I think I wore yellow oh, yeah. eyeshadow with a yellow eyes on shirt. Okay, well, that's just one more thing. That's just one more of those crazy odd things that we have in common. We both have the Merle uh-huh. Norman eyeshadow mirror. I know. Look at that. It's like, it's like we were separated at birth. It really is. Mm-hmm. It really mm-hmm. is. All right, well, did we have any? I think we. Was that about everything we, for this one? I think so. Did we cover everything? I think we. I think that's it. Well, we, we didn't want to overwhelm everybody with too much great information all in one telecast. Well, this is true. Or pod podcast telecast. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, we didn't talk about Nicole Richie going to jail for ninety-eight minutes, but we can probably save that. 
we can probably save that. We need to talk about these, these, whatever these California laws are that apparently if you're any kind of a starlet or an heiress and you weigh less than 105 pounds, you only have to serve two minutes in jail. I'm not sure what that system right. is, but mm -hmm. it seems to be working for Lindsay and Paris and Nicole. So Right. I mean, just, you know, pretty mm -hmm. much if you'll just show up at the jail and take a look exactly. around, mm -hmm. we'll let you go mm -hmm. home and, and it'll all be fine. Yeah, and take a mugshot because People Magazine needs something to publish the next week. But other than that, you're good. Right. Okay, well, I think that's pretty much, um, that's a, a nice little piece of wisdom for us to, to end on. Okay, oh, and, all right. And we need to tell everybody, too, that for next time, if there is a next time, because there's a part of me that thinks that we're going, we're going to get this thing uploaded to that, whatever this place is where I'm supposed to upload it. And it mm -hmm. tells you how many people have downloaded the podcast. And there's really mm -hmm. a strong part of me that thinks it's going to say, Four. Four. And for those four people, we may do one again maybe next year. Right. But sure. We can't commit to a once a week basis right. at that point. Right. Because we're real busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a lot We're going real on. busy. Um, mm -hmm. But I did want to say that if for the next one, if the four of you want to put some questions in our comments or if you want to email us with questions, we'll take some questions and, um, and we'll answer those. And it will be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Comments, questions, possible potential future topics that you would like for us to cover. You just let us know because we aim to place. Right, including and not and certainly not limited to um, any sort of government policy question you might have. Absolutely, because we do want to cover the deeper issues. Yes, we do. And, you know, I was supposed to do a post about the Democratic president's hair, and okay. I did watch the debates, by the way, but I'm telling you, the Democrats are, are they are, excuse the pun, head and shoulders above the Republicans. <laughs> When, and that is sad because Hillary's one of the Democrats, and I know her hair could use some. Well, I, that's a whole other story. And and the, you know what I thought the whole time when I was watching her, looking at her hair, mm. that it was it was really nothing more than a 21st century mullet. <laughs> it's business in the front and party in the back. That's exactly right. And doesn't that pretty much describe the Clinton administration? Well, I guess you know, actually, it does. And on that note, I guess we'll we'll um, we'll bring this to a close. And I, I have to I have to. Cut it off now because I'm going to start coughing. <laughs> okay, bye, everybody.